Our jargon for today is satiation. All right, what are we talking about? Let's take a look at our actual definition. Uh, satiation, when a reinforcer loses its effectiveness due to overuse. And already that's a slim down uh, definition, but let's take a look at what our working definition is too much of a good thing. All right, let's think back to a week ago on Tuesday when everybody was going, ooh, I want some pumpkin pie and I want some turkey. I can't wait to have some of that. And little kids were jumping up and down going, ooh, I want some pumpkin pie. And let's think about today, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, if somebody offered you turkey today, I don't know about you, but I would be saying no. And the same thing about pumpkin pie. Why would I want pumpkin pie today? Because I had a bunch, I didn't actually have pumpkin pie, but I had pumpkin other stuff over uh, the weekend. And I really don't want to see a pumpkin for at least a week at least a week. I'm not saying that I'm never gonna love pumpkin again, but I have reached a stage of satiation. It's no longer reinforcing to me to say, ooh, let's have a pumpkin muffin, Blech, right? And this happens with everything in life. Too much of a good thing makes it not as reinforcing. So uh, I always like to use the example of chocolate cake that, you know, most people, I'm allergic to chocolate, but most people love chocolate cake. But if you've eaten an entire chocolate cake, you get to a point and everybody's point of satiation is different, right? But you get to a point where it's, mm, I cannot have any more chocolate cake for a while, right? Think about that in, think about what's the most reinforcing thing that the individual that has autism that you're working with, maybe it's that they love to play video games. I mean, that's my son. He loves to play video games. But, and his point of satiation for video games is a lot higher than where I want it to be. But there still is a point at which he goes, I'm done. Can we go do something else? I want to go someplace. I want to play with some kids. I want to see a movie, right? Now, if I wanted to use video games as a reward for him, then I have to make sure that he is not even close to satiation in order for that reinforcer to work. Does that make sense? If my son can have video games all the time and he plays them all the time, then he's more likely to be at that point of, mm, I don't really need to work for this. But if I say to him, you know, we're, you're getting a half an hour of video games a day, I know, like as if that would ever work. But let's say that I had the backbone to do that, a half a video game, half an hour of video games a day, then video games would become a thing that he would prize. And giving him an hour of video games, my son would be willing to jump through hoops. It's a very powerful thing as a parent when we start to, and as a teacher, when we start to look at satiation and go, okay, how am I using this to my benefit and how am I allowing this to kick my keister? Because if I know something is powerful, I have to be working this deprivation satiation thing so that this reinforcer gets the job done. It's a smart, really easy, completely no cost, effective tool to be mindful of when you're figuring out how we want to take a reinforcer, how we want to use it, and how often we want to use it. Satiation, make sure that you don't get to that point with your reinforcers or they won't be as effective.